there's been speculation in the media here lately that Critical Thinking Podcast was having issues. Let's put that to rest right now. Critical Thinking Podcast was not having issues. It was merely our assholes. Welcome to another exciting episode of Critical Thinking Podcast. I'm your host, Rick the Rizzo, along with my co-host, Sean, the Irishman, and our other co-host, The Mig One. And for you humans, Magellus Majesticus. And this is a critical look at all things TV, movies, video games, and upcoming creators. Hi, everybody. I know y'all been concerned about critical thinking and wondering where we've been. We've been here all along. We've just been struggling. We've had a lot of family issues, a lot of butt issues, a lot of stomach issues, and some sad issues. I mean, that we don't want to go too in-depth with. But I just want to let you know that we're still here, and we're still kicking, and we're still rubbing, believe it or not. Oh, Miguel's rubbing one out right now. <laughs> I'm not rubbing nothing. But anyway, it's your boy Mig One here hanging out with the Riz O. And we're missing the The wine O. The wine O the Sean. We're missing him a little bit. But the Irishman. The Irishman, but you know he's he's got a he had money going a little slow, so he had to do a lot of odd jobs. We understand that he got a girlfriend now. Oh yeah! Break the news! Hold up! Breaking news: Sean is not queer. He has a girlfriend, unless he's the girl and she's the man. I don't know. We haven't asked those questions yet. Stay tuned for our next hard knocks. Dun dun dun. Yeah, well, he'll hate me for that. It's like, <laughs> sorry, lady. So he's now not he's not available anymore. Yes, he's taken by a lady with a hat. She's very nice, actually, very nice lady. I haven't had a chance to really, really meet her. Just met her a few seconds ago. Yeah, but she seems pretty cool. Yeah. So I I think uh, if I can't load up this uh, this recording up uh, via you know to the uh, Google Drive, I might be driving out to his house to drop it off. <laughs> <laughs> See, ladies and gentlemen. The things that we do for you. Rick drives to Katie. And I drive home. Yes, I do a lot. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, let's see here. How how have you been, Mr. Mig One? Mr. Mig One has been rolling, man. You know, I had the wife's birthday this past weekend, so this past Monday. So that's why we record on Monday. But, you know, I had to make some extra money to, you know, make sure I took care of the wife. Because, you know, I like my short and curlies where they at. Uh, did you uh did you work on Sunday? No, I did not. I was too damn lazy and too damn tired. <laughs> Saturday whooped my ass. I was really exhausted. I, I don't think I've ever been that exhausted from Ubering before. No, 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 no. I was out later than you this time. Yeah, you were, but I drove more than you. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your car was not assaulted like mine was. <laughs> What do you mean it was assaulted? I didn't tell you that story. So the, the the people I picked up at the Astros game, the only surge I got for the Stros game, I drove them from Minute Maid all the way to 290 Fairfield. Oh, that's right. That's right. You did tell me. So when I took that turn right there, and the, the, this guy in the crosswalk all of a sudden, he's like, hey, fucking asshole, and he hits my window. And I stopped my car, and I look at it, like, and the people are like, what the hell was that? Some drunk ass. I said, you know what? If you guys weren't in this car... There been some ass whoopings going on. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, oh, now. Yeah, you did tell me the story. Yeah, I don't know what the hell his problem was. I was nowhere near hitting the guy. The guy was like a good, jeez, uh, ten horse lengths away from me. It was like ridiculous. Well, he went that far, but he was not. Cl- he was close enough to whack my window. I was going that slow. That's how slow mm-hmm. I took the turn. I was nowhere near hitting him. He got pissed because he had to stop in the middle of the freaking road. 
What in a crosswalk. Ass- what an asshole. I know. Some white piece of shit that if I swear to God, if I saw him again, I'll hit him with my car this time. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, wow. Now, I don't know what I would have done if you'd broke my window. I'm, I'm, I might have. I might have. Yeah, you'd be visiting me in the county jail right now. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, it was a great time. I mean, I had a great time Ubering people. They made me laugh. I uh, made some good money, spent it on the wife. I'm still alive. All yeah. is good. <laughs> My boy has been accepted to two colleges now. Nice. They're playing some play some football. So we're waiting on more to come through. What, col- what colleges so far? Uh, we have uh, Concordia University from uh, in Nebraska, and Monmouth College in Illinois. Yeah, oh, okay. nothing in freaking Texas yet, but we're waiting. <laughs> there's probably, uh, according to our sheets and everything else, there's probably about another six schools right now that are definitely going to offer. They're just waiting for stuff to go on, and the other ones we're going to wait and see. They're going to talk more when their season is done. Okay. So a lot a lot of people wait till the season is done. Okay. But right. it makes it kind of hard because with admissions being, you know, some schools have deadlines in November. Yeah. So that makes it kind of rough. Yeah. But you know what it is. And how was your weekend? Oh, my weekend was fine. Well, you know, like I said, I worked on Saturday, uh, Friday and Saturday. Friday I did pretty good. And then uh, Saturday, like I said, we were trying to get that surge over at, at uh, Minute Maid. But, you know, Astros lost, so we knew the surge wasn't going to be that big. Because, you know, if it would have won... Oh, I had some angry Ubers. Yeah. Angry Uber riders. Yeah. You can imagine just, you know, everybody be like, ah, yeah, and jumping all happy and everything. And then everybody would have shot an Uber. I need to go to this bar. And our short trips would have been like, oh, $20 for just to go two miles. I would have loved that. Oh, yeah. It would have been great. But what's funny is like, you got one Uber. At least you got it during the surge. I got one right before the surge that took me all the way out back out to Sugarland. <laughs> I was like, really? Oh. You're so, like, I'm going home. <laughs> no, no, I said that I was like I look it was like around eighth inning, so I was like, I think I can make it back. And so I or and so I dropped them off and I set the destination back to Minute Maid Park. So as I'm going, I get pinged in Sugarland. I go and I pick up uh this I was picking up James. This is how I remember it so well. I go to pick up James over at the mall at First Colony Mall. So as I pull up over there and I'm sitting there going, I was like, Well the mall's closed. Where is this James? And I'm right there by the parking garage. And as I pull in, all of a sudden I see this girl coming down the stairwell. And then she comes running out from the parking garage stairwell. And she's like, she comes right to my door and opens it up and says, are you here to pick up James? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, okay, cool. So she gets in the car. And I'm all like, um, this is the most feminist James I have ever seen. <laughs> it was Typically it was her boyfriend that, that put in the Uber for her so I can take her home. And so it was actually on the way, you know, going towards Minimay. So it was bringing me back into Houston. But what I don't understand is I, I'm trying to figure out Uber. I think they're doing it just to give us more money. But the funny thing was that it took me all the way to the Beltway 8, Beltway 8 to Westheimer. Then when I got onto Westheimer, instead of going towards Minimay, I went back towards Wilcrest. And then I got to maybe a block past Wilcrest and then turned and there's some apartment complex back there where I drove her and took her to. But I'm all like, why didn't it just turn me on to Wilcrest from 59 and I just take Wilcrest all the way to, to Westheimer? I thought the app was supposed to make it faster, not supposed to chingle people. Yeah, well, maybe maybe it was faster because there's not as many stop signs. or. Yeah, I know. It's weird how sometimes it makes you go this way, take a right, take a left, take a right. Where the hell am I at? I'm like, oh, I'm here. I'm, what the hell? Why did I just go down the other way? And apparently this is faster. Yeah. Going through some people's neighborhoods, going 80 miles an hour. Yeah. Room. But uh, yeah, I took her there, and I picked up some other guy. And he he, this other guy took me to this rich area part of uh, of uh, was it Woodway? You know, the Richie side where all those uh, big houses are. 
Well, the funny thing is, when I got there and I dropped him off and I looked, I was like, oh, I can't make the surge anymore to, to downtown. So I turned the destination off right there. And I picked up, I got pinged in that area and I picked up these two guys out of this one big house. Ends up there at a party. And then they get in the car and me and them, you know, we're just in there driving down the neighborhood. And the guy's like, I hear the guy in the back. He's like, man, everybody here, all these houses look like castles, which, you know, every house over in that area are huge. And I was like, yeah, he's got a point. They all do look like castles. And then and the other guy's like, yeah, I didn't realize where these guys live. I'm just like, they just came from this. Why are they complaining about this being a big house? You know, and I'm like, what the hell? I'm still trying to figure this shit out. But as we're going. They're sitting in the, uh, the guy goes, oh, oh, so we're going, I forgot what road it was. We're going down, heading towards San Felipe. And the guy goes, hey, uh, he goes, excuse me, uh, he goes, sir. And I said, you can call me Rick. You don't have to call me sir. <laughs> and uh, he, he starts laughing. He goes, no, nah. he goes, Rick, Rick. He goes, he goes uh, and he tells his buddy, I forgot his buddy name. He goes, yeah, you got to check out this house coming up in the corner right over here. And it's a, it's a house that has a glass, like, uh, corner of the house where the doorway is and then there's like a glass where you can see the stairwell that goes up to the second floor it's a nice house but as we get there dude there's a freaking hand yellow hand that's like big huge hand sticking like a statue and a donut it's this it's homer's hand and the the pink donut i was like what the hell that's freaking awesome i'd so, love to see that so i was like it's down i gotta i i, I gotta i gotta get that road for you so you can go down and you go check it out whenever you're down that area i was just like what the hell did like i go they must be a fan of the simpsons and they like that statue i was just like what the hell just i don't know we're just driving like a donut <laughs> mm, donuts <laughs> but uh yeah but that was that ride that, when i took them back to they live around kirby area and everything and i realized oh like no wonder they were saying because they live in apartments and though that you know because it's mainly apartment areas over there i'm like oh i understand why they were like oh there's castles over here i'll tell you what man you also well it was just crazy uber times and that one you know when i went back out to the to the woods out there in 290 i picked up some crazy women married and took them off to uh to Waffle House, and I was joking with the one woman, and she's like, oh, what was your name again? Habib. Hey, Habib. <laughs> yes, mom. How can I help you? <laughs> and the other ladies are laughing. His name's not Habib. I said, no, it's Miguel. And so she gets out the car. This old woman, I think, is flirting with me. So tell me, Habib, how do you like that country? <laughs> Drunk ass, go eat waffles. But it was pretty funny. But that, what made it interesting for me is I lost 15 minutes right there driving back into Houston because I had somebody leave the keys in my car. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah So yeah. I took him back to the lady. Uh, and she gave me twenty dollars. So that was cool. I thought it was nice. But like I told you earlier, when I did the first Uber trips, the first four people I had in my car, none of them were American. Yeah, you're telling they're me all that. foreigners. It was who were living here in America now, but it's freaking hilarious to me. I was like, wow, this is kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, I had an interesting night. Of course, I even picked up some people pissed off, angry, angry Astro fans who got dropped off on the freeway. Oh yeah, yeah, you mentioned that to me. Yeah, I was like, dude, what the hell's going on? The one Astro guy was like, man, that guy was talking shit. Like, really? Yeah, and the other guy gets back in the car, the cousin to the girl, because the girl's that guy's other guy's boyfriend, and she's like, well, maybe I was just too sensitive. I'm like, well, shit, tell me the story. They never really, they never get into the story because they're so goddamn drunk. So I figure I'm taking them home. The guy's like, I don't want to go home. So we go, they go back to a bar close to Woodrow's. And I'm like, Jesus. He's the guy goes, I'll tip him uh, because the girl's going to give me 20 because I got $20. I'm like, I got some change because I got I do it on the app. So the guy's laying down in the car trying to do the app tip <laughs> he gets out 
and they go drink some more. Oh, shit. I'm like, okay, so they're pissed off, angry, astral, drunk fans, and now they're going to go drink more. I feel sorry for whoever picks them up next because they were fucking wasted. Damn. They were beyond wasted, all of them. And I I don't know what the hell happened with the other Uber. Either he was talking shit or he said something making fun of them because they lost and some kind of squabble argument or maybe one of them hit one of the others or whatever. I don't know because, you know, it, it takes a lot for, I guess, for an Uber driver to just drop somebody off on the fucking freeway. Yeah. Because yeah. when I was picking them up, it showed them on the goddamn feeder of I-10 by Studemont. Damn. So I'm like, what the freaking hell? So, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, the other crazy one I had was uh, I picked up the drunk guy from right there downtown. You know how they block off the roads? I was trying to get him to come a block over. He finally got a block over where he was, where I was at. I remember that story. Tell me that dude couldn't find you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I was like, all right, finally got him in the car. But you know how like when you're in Louisiana going out and it goes out and jumps on to 45? Well, and I told you the story and I got goosebumps every time I talk about this part. I'm right there at that little underpass that you go under that's all dark. Well, no, it was none of that. It was just I saw a shadow of a man standing in the middle of the freaking road. Yeah, I remember you telling me you gave me freak my ass out going home. I was looking. I started seeing shit. And so I'm sitting there driving going. I was like, what the hell? My, my foot's going right on the brake, slowing down. And then as the light hits the area, there's nothing there. So I'm like, oh, so I hit the gas. And as you know, as I'm picking up speed, I go past the other pass, and I look in my rear view, and all of a sudden the guy's there in my rear view in the area where I just passed, and I'm like, "What the? F-? It's the Mothman!" I was like, "What the hell?" And he's, you know, at first it, like it was like you can tell the guy was like walking across, and he turned his head like he's facing me, and then when the lights hit, he disappeared, and then when I went off the other way and I look in the rear view, his like his whole body turned and like he was looking at me like, "What the fuck?" You know. Like, like, you almost hit me, but there was nobody there. Where was this at? On Louisiana going on to 45. Fuck that. I ain't ever going there ever again. I was just like, what the? I was like, I, I, I freaked out. Did you check it out see if anybody got killed there before? No, I never went back to do any research on it or anything. But I even asked the, well, I asked my writer, I said, did you just see that? And the writer goes, huh? I ain't seen it. It's like, that motherfucker drunk. <laughs> yeah, he probably thinking my Uber driver drunk too. <laughs> that reminds me. Somebody asked me. Uh, the people that got in my car, hey, man, we're feeling pretty good, we're pretty drunk. Yeah, so am I. Like, like what? <laughs> joking. <laughs> or am I? <laughs> Dude, but, what the freaking hell? What are you seeing, ghosts out there now? That was the first time that I ever encountered that in that spot, because I've been on that road several times. I ain't Ubering shit no more. Fuck Houston. I'm Ubering out in the country now. And so when I hit that, I was like, what the hell? But, you know, it took me all the way out to 45 North, and then I dropped him off, and then I picked up this other chick from there that took me all the way to freaking Channel View, which I did not know I was in Channel View, and then I was stuck out there for a while, then that's when I called you, and I was like, I'm turning this off! I get out of this place. I think I was the only Uber driver out in Channel View, because everybody was pinging me. Ting, yeah, and ting, I told ting. you, you were like, where the hell am I at? Oh, dude, you're out in Channel View. You're like, what the freaking hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you my last weird ride was me taking those two young girls home from a woman's house at 2 o'clock in the freaking morning, taking them all down to Westheimer. Damn. It was a good 30-minute drive. So I was like, okay, I'm going home from here. <laughs> so, like, yeah, like I said, I did pretty good for two nights that I that I did it. Made some made some good cash. Which, yeah, I had finished, like, what did you finish? 192, you said, or something like that? Something like that. I finished at 197, and I, this uh, the other day I got a $15 tip. I got a $5 tip. Nice. On a Sunday, I was like, oh, that means I kind of passed you. <laughs> yeah, but I got $15 just recently, so I passed you again. Ha-ha. <laughs> 
And so I was like, I was like, all right. Well, I didn't. I, you probably beat me because of your Friday money too. Yeah, you bastard. <laughs> kind of like I beat you last week. Yeah. So I was all like, I was like, all right, cool. It's like everything was all great. So that's why I was able to get some stuff for us for the podcast. You know, as Miguel's over here using a new microphone that I bought. I'm just fancy and getting sick from the smell of it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's still learning that it's a dynamic mic because every time he turns his head, he goes a little. You can tell in the sound of his voice. <laughs> I'm not sucking this thing. <laughs> no, you get your voice phase away because you turn your head sometimes. Oh, okay. I got you. I'm, I'm figuring it out. I'll like, get, he's I'll, learning. He's I'm, learning. I'm, I'm learning. You know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And then I now we don't have to worry about us uh, dropping the uh, the uh, the recorder now because every time we always had it just standing up, now I got a tripod for the recorder. You got this scorpion looking thing. It looks badass though, doesn't it? It does kind of look badass. It looks like something, one of those things you bend at each second. It has like little things like... One of those Rubik's Cube things, you know, like the snake things. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of cool looking. So, yeah, like I said, I was able to get some stuff for us. For That's a, pretty cool, yeah. And you got it cheap, too. That's the cool part. Yeah. And so, other than that, yeah, like I said, uh, well, this is good. Like I said, sorry that, you know, most of, most of the the show is us talking here right now. But now we're going to get to what's going to happen this weekend. That's right. I'm going to run around naked in Houston. Man, we just lost all of our, all of our <laughs> listeners. It's called the Bare Naked Man. <laughs> At the University of Rice. Being that I graduated from Rice back in, uh, I was waiting for you to say bullshit. <laughs> you didn't you let me go. I was waiting to see how far this was going to go. And then I was like. I had nothing. I was hoping you would stop me early. <laughs> it's like, he, it like he's stopping. It's like, you smell the bullshit. Nice. So Rick wants to drop hints to tell you where we're going to be. We're going to be at a location that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we will be appearing at that Fandemic tour, which is at. At Reliant. Reliant what? Reliant Arena. Say who? The Reliant Arena. Yeah, we were there last time, right? Yeah, we went there last year. Uh, Sean and I went on that Friday and Saturday, and you weren't able to go until that Sunday, I think. No, I thought I was there on Saturday. Did you make the Saturday? I think I made the Saturday and Sunday. I couldn't make the Friday. I know it was one of them you couldn't. I know. No, because it was. No. Yeah, I don't think you made the. I think it was just Sunday because that's when we uh, went. Because we were waiting on her to show up that Sunday. Okay. Yeah. I don't think you made the. The first two days. Probably there's some other stuff going on. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, a lot of things. Because it came up out of a sudden, just like this one came up all of a sudden. Totally forgot about it. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to be out in Pandemic. Uh, hopefully, uh, everything will go out well, really well for this. Maybe y'all see us out there. Just come, you know, say hi. We'll interview you off. Yeah, we're definitely going to interview a lot of different people. Uh, interesting thing is, this is like the Walking Dead stuff, right, too. They got like... Uh, they got freaking uh, what's call it again, right? Uh, John Barenthal, he'll be there. Yeah, John Barenthal's gonna uh, be there. They got there. a few other big stars too. Uh, I forgot. There's a whole listing of people. Yeah, there I, too. I, the names just keep on popping and going. Maybe we should have done some research before we did this. <laughs> just joking. Uh, I know. It last doesn't year, matter. Last year, Sean Patrick Flannery's Flannery's going to be there. He's still going to be there again. Yeah, apparently he will be. But of course, you know the biggest game, the biggest stars are going to be you and me. The biggest gay? The, did, did you say the biggest gay? The biggest gay nah. Stars. <laughs> I didn't say gays. The largest homosexual to ever attend pandemic, Rick Lopez. And I Sean. <laughs> After we just said Sean has a girlfriend. Secret love. <laughs> she doesn't know. What she doesn't know doesn't hurt. <laughs> but no. It's going to be really cool. I, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, like I said, I can't make this Friday again because, you know, stuff with the boy and the football again. Yeah, I can't I can't make it this Friday either. But that's why we're going to be there on Saturday. And I'm not too sure, but I think they might need us help with some panels. I'm not too sure yet. They want us to do some panels. Well, she was asking if we ever wanted it, you know, like she always does. She always asks if we want to help on panels or whatever if someone didn't make it. Oh, yeah. I got a problem with that. You know, I can do a sex panel right now. 
I can just see you trying to do a panel with uh, maybe one of the stars and you trying to. What are you trying to say, man? I can <laughs> just see you standing up there trying to intro him and then I got questions. <laughs> nice. So we know uh, we know the two brothers from Harry Potter will be there. The twins? Yes, the twins. George and whatever his name was, the yeah. one that died. Uh, we know Milo from uh, This Is The Life or freaking uh, Heroes. No, you know what's it? Petrelli, he paid, ah, Peter Petrelli. He'll be there. We forgot to mention Bucky will be back. Yeah, Bucky's gonna be back. He Bucky's was coming. He was doing early. Uh, he did like an early uh, panel kind of recently too. Cool. The Green Ranger, the White Ranger will be there, aka Tommy. Oh yeah, he's always showing up. Yeah, and of course, all you wrestling fanatics, the man, Becky, Becky Lynch. Lynch, and Burn It Down, Seth Rollins will be there. I think only on Sunday, right? Yeah, I think they're only on Sunday or Saturday, but that's them also as a couple. Remember that. Yes. Kevin Sorbo will be there to pimp his politics and everything else. <laughs> uh, if you don't know him, that's Hercules. Of course, John Barron thought we were to mention that. Oh, and don't forget the guy that played uh, Ezekiel's bodyguard in The Walking Dead will be there. Oh, he is? Also, he was the dad uh, to Shazam. Oh, yeah. So he'll be there. And don't forget everybody's favorite little hero, Rudy. Rudy, Rudy. Or you might know him from uh, uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Or you might know him from that one with uh, where he plays a stepdad with Adam Sandler to his daughter. <laughs> Click. <laughs> He's been in a lot of things. Uh, I thought he was in uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he was. He was Samwise. But don't forget, he's also the new colonel now. The new Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, that's colonel. right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so he's busy doing his thing, collecting money from whatever you can do it, I guess. It's, <laughs> hell, I'd do it, too. Yeah. So those guests will be there. And, of course, there are a lot of artists and a lot of other people there as well. Uh, we hope to interview some celebrities, maybe some other people. We don't care. Obviously, we are the people podcast, so we'll interview the Joe Schmoes. Yeah, we we yeah we interview everybody. That's we, you know, true. Up and coming artists, everything like that. And even, we even interview the janitor. Yeah, you know everybody. Everybody gotta be clean. That's right. <laughs> did you tell us? Uh, did you wipe the toilet down with some Clorox? <laughs> <laughs> uh, other than that, like oh, you know, as much as I really want to buy a lot of things when we're always at these comic cons, everything everything's expensive, and uh, even though it's a pay week. Which is awesome, but um, I got to pay some bills. I got you. So you need to do some Ubering, maybe that maybe that night. Because I am off on Friday, so I might Uber Thursday. Ah, and make a little cash. Well, maybe you could Uber Saturday night after you finish the show, make a little cash there, well, and then have money for Sunday. I don't know. You'd be you tired know. by Sunday. Day. You'd be like walking zombie. Well, you got to think about it too. You know how much how much walking we do the the entire time we're there. And then I was like, yeah, I'm going to go an Uber. And then you'll be like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> I got an idea. Maybe we'll just bring a tip jar and we'll like have our little thing here and have people tip us as we do stupid shows from the from a table or something. Yeah, I was thinking about doing that as well. Like we'd just be there. We're like, hey, walk around. Just like, hey, just start. Just have the mic out and walk around. and a Jump around. A jump around. <laughs> and see who all wants to join in on it. And then hopefully we can get it all out there and hopefully everybody can uh, can hear it. So you're saying the Mexican show Game Hosts will appear again. That's only if you want to do that. It'd be kind of scary, though. We got no prizes. No prizes this time, though. So we will show you nitpicks. Here's my nip on a Friday. Here's my nip on a Sunday. Here's my nip after that cold wind came through. What is this, uh, Family Guy? <laughs> the freaking FCC. Showing, showing side boobs. 
Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. And, and this is my side boob. FCC blocks it. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I can't wait. It should be a blast. I mean, like I said, I totally forgot about it. We've been waiting for it for so long. Yeah. That I totally slipped a brain. Funny story, though. I got a message not too long ago from Alamo City Con. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, hey, so what do you expect from the con? Are you coming or some other stuff? Like Messenger. I was like, okay. So I responded back and it asked me the same question again. You're a freaking robot. So I responded mm-hmm. back again. What I say? Dumbass say what? <laughs> so it was dog. I was dog. Yeah, it was just, I don't know. It was like automatic, whatever response. I don't even know what Animal City Con is. It's in, it's, it's in this month, but uh, I think it's this month or next month. But the only reason why I didn't apply for it, because I was like, there, I don't think we're going to make it to San Antonio in time. So yeah. uh, don't get me wrong. I love to do Alamo City Con, but at the time, it's just like, I don't think we. No, I got that. I understand that. I mean, I know we want to try the bigger cons next year. Maybe we'll get lucky to get to San Diego or New York. I mean, we, we, we will have been around for longer than three years now, which means we meet the San Diego Comic-Con criteria. Yeah, we already, with just our Twitter following meets the, the San Diego criteria. So I think between that and everything else, I think we got a good shot. Uh, we have friends we can probably crash with up there uh, and friends in New York as well. So yeah. it should be interesting if we can make it out there. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah. But other than that, we'll be at Fandemic this weekend, so keep on the lookout for the MIG-1. Of course the MIG-1 will be there, and look out and for the Rizzo. And, you know, the Rizzo's kind of quiet, but when the Rizzo talks, the Rizzo talks. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> when Ian Hutton talks, everybody listens. <laughs> Rick makes money his old-fashioned way. He earns it. <laughs> but no, you know, it. it I think, uh, yeah, you see us out there, come up to us, have a nice conversation, pimp whatever you want to pimp. We'll be glad to have you on. Talk to us for a few moments. Yeah. Guess what? Barry Media will be up there rolling around with his camera. Yeah. And I we, told him I'm bringing the rug. And like I said, we do not mind at all promoting y'all. Shameless plugs. We take him out here. We take him there and do whatever. Yeah. Maybe we'll see Chinadu. I don't know. I don't know if he's coming. I tried to work something out where he would be able to come, but I don't know. I think it was too late in the game, whatever. But uh, we still got to meet up with him and do a live interview like this now. Yeah. And then also upcoming interviews, we got uh, who else we got coming up? We have a Miss Sarah Ragsdale who will be joining us. She's another singer that uh, I forgot where exactly from. Uh, Our friend Joseph Nardi brought her to us. She was supposed to be on with us this past week, but we couldn't do it. Uh I scheduled her for like the last Monday of October. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my friend, my model friend, uh, Madison Lee, Madison Lee, Madison Rice. <laughs> Sorry, Madison. She couldn't be on with us today because paying gigs and modeling that type of stuff, you got to take it when you can. And yeah. it's good money. So she had to do that. It was a last minute thing. So she took it. And I, she was very apologetic. And I said, I understand, Madison. You got to make the money. We understand. Yeah. So we're going to rebook her too. Yeah. Also, I had a band reach out to us uh, who uh, reached out to us a while back. Uh, and I'm trying to book them as well. Um, so that's going to be kind of cool. It's, uh, I forgot who exactly they were, uh, but you had somebody who was trying yeah. to reach out to us too. Yeah, there was uh, the, the band Hennessy, which I went to go see at uh, at uh, the Pub Galleria, and uh, they, they, they were pretty good. So they were pretty good and everything. They were supposed to reach out to us, but I don't know where. Uh, if he did or not, I know you were. I told him to look, you know, Miguel, look out for it. But also, friends of the friend of the show, also, uh, Red Iris, I uh, think I want to book another interview with them before November 21st. Yeah, because I, I actually even gave them a little pimping uh, based on what you told me. 
I talked to somebody the other day. I can't mention this information because this is something big that could involve us as critical thinking down the road. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking really substantial. But I played. I threw their name out there that they will be performing at the House of Blues. Yeah. Um, so that's congratulations to the Red Iris. That's that's huge for them. Uh, imagine they're going to rock the house. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I, what night? It's a, it's a it's a Thursday night. November twenty first is Thursday night. That would be something that I think I would love to see if we can get into. Maybe we get some passes so we can go and then we bring our thing. And uh, Well, I'm already buying a ticket, so it's 25 bucks a ticket. Okay, maybe uh, if they hear me, they'll give me a pass because I ain't as rich like Rick. I'm not rich either, but they're trying to sell tickets. They okay, have, they have I to got sell you. Tickets, so. But you see, I think if we contact the House of Blues and tell them who we are, we might be able to come in there. Might be able to do something. Maybe we can be the opening MC. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to work it out somehow, way man. You got, you know, we got to use our popularity, man. We're big. We're big yeah. in China. In China, <laughs> but the, NBA, just, the NBA ain't big in China no more. We are. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if y'all have a way to, uh, if, uh, I'll try to give Mike uh, Miguel the link to put it onto Twitter. Yes, and I'll try to put it on our on our uh, Facebook for Red Iris to buy tickets. You yes, know? please go out and support them. They are really good. And it's just click and you buy. It's like twenty five bucks a ticket. And it's a Thursday night. It's actually, they're really good. And it's going to be, they're opening for another band, which I don't know who they're opening for yet. Huh. But they said it's pretty big. So I'm like, That's okay. cool. Also, that band I was telling you about, the people that were uh, called the Cranberry Merchants, award-winning rock duo. The Cranberry Merchants are Steve and Diane Moore, the composers, musicians, and producers, making music for over 25 years, based out of Douglasville, Georgia. So they want to join us on our show. So I'm going to book them too. Um, so... That's what was appealing to this gentleman who spoke to me not too long ago about us. How we interview so many band people and we interview artists and writers and stuff from here. This person's trying to do something massively locally here. So that's you know, it's gonna be huge for critical thinking and, and us being able to help those people out. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. We're gonna coach we're just big. I know, so, that's yeah. right. We we have Ashley, we have Gary, we have McKaylin, we have the wildfires, we have I mean, all these people. Uh, servants of science of servants, science of servants. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Servants of science. <laughs> Thank you. I always get the name mixed up, but yeah. yeah. So then, you know, it's the, the true, the true who. who? Showtime. Oh, that's right. And there's plenty of them out there, but there's only one. one. The, the true, true showtime. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so I mean, I'm looking forward to that stuff. It should be a lot of fun. Any great movie news here lately? You got? You want to? Throw? I thought uh, I heard something really interesting here uh, today, and I can't remember what the hell it was. Well, now I know that the Matrix Four has been approved. Nice. And Keanu Reeves is going to be back in it. And also, uh, one that played Trinity, I think she might be in it too. Okay. And I think they're just, you know, because him being the one, that's why Keanu Reeves, and he can actually just come back, you know. But they also got another big star coming in there, which is kind of, uh, I guess, big, you could say. But uh, it's, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Doogie Hauser. Neil Patrick Harris? Yeah. Very nice. He's he's signed up to do it too as well. Wow. Yep. And then also I found out in movie news, uh, Carnage is not going to be the only vin- villain in Venom Two. Let me think. They they didn't announce who it was yet, but they said it's interesting. I wonder if it'd be Carnage's woman, Lady Carnage. No, it's a different Siren or something. I what she calls herself. You know, there was some mentioning about Deadpool. And Carnage. I yeah. think it's something about Ryan Reynolds and something like that. I don't know. Well, I don't know, but Ryan Reynolds, they're, they're already talking about doing a Deadpool Spider-Man. That would be great. You know, him and Tom Holland are just doing like little promotions here and there. They're trying to – because Disney is already talking with Ryan Reynolds for the next Deadpool. 
Of course, that's money. You know, because you know, since the Fox merger deal, so Deadpool is part of the MCU now. So that's straight up money, bro. That's any any Deadpool is money. And, and Disney is not going to stop them from making it a rated R. They're going to they'll keep it rated R. That's the only way it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like I said, what brought Spider Man back to the MCU? Thank God was Tom Holland. He actually talked to both of them and said, "Hey, come on, guys." Really? Is that, how, is that how it went down? Yeah, Tom Holland kind of helped out getting him in back in, getting Spider Man back into the MCU. Oh, that's cool. I wouldn't doubt it if Disney went on ahead and coughed up the money to go ahead and get all the Spider Man stuff back. It's not a lot of coughing for Disney. They have money. They got deep pockets, bro. Yeah, they got deep pockets. I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it after this whole deal and everything goes through that they said, "Well, we're just going to go ahead and buy him back." And it's not just Spider Man. They'll buy the entire. Can they outdo this first four phases they did? I don't know. Now it's going to be space space, and I'm hearing that Galactus is probably going to be the big bad this time. And they're not going to do it like the, bullshit, the dust the dust that they did before. I'm pretty sure, you know, Kevin Feige, when he goes big, he goes big. And they're having the – when they're bringing the Immortals movie out, that's how they're going to introduce the mutants. That's okay. how they're bringing the X-Men in. So interesting. Who's going to be his herald? Uh, that's my part. Is it going to be – It's still going to be Silver Surfer. Is it going to be the Surfer or is it going to be Terex? I don't know, but they were talking about Silver Surfer. That's interesting. So it's going to be when Surfer turns against him. Probably. That, yeah, but see, Galactus, man, I mean, oh, my God. I mean, this could be really, 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 but they're going to have to make him, like, super overpowered than what he normally is. I mean, he's strong, but, I mean, Thanos whooped his ass. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. That's, that's kind of interesting. I just don't know if they can surpass everything the end game was to me. Yeah, and don't forget this. And coming up, I think it's the holiday season. It's the Infinity Saga that they're selling, and it's everything. I didn't know that. From Iron Man one, all of it's all in one box set. What is that? One hundred fifty dollars? I don't know how much they're selling it for, but Jesus, it has, it's everything. All phase, all the first Blu-ray phases, all or, or regular Blu-ray, everything, all in there. Beta, even all the even all the lost episodes. VHS. <laughs> You Laser disc. That far back? Laser disc. It's like damn. Cassette tape. I know there's a lot of deleted scenes in there that they're gonna have on there that wasn't. In what the if movie. I want to hear an audio book? Well, then by all means, go get the audio book. <laughs> but what's funny is that yeah, there is a scene with uh, Nick Fury that did mention in in uh, Iron Man One. It's a deleted scene where Nick Fury comes in and he mentions Spider Man, mutants. All that was all in the end. Oh, nice. And I actually seen the the thing. He sits there and he comes up and he goes, you know, he tells Iron Man, you know, at the, you know, because at the end he shows up at the end. He's like, you know, from radioactive spiders to mutants to so and so, and I got to deal with the with the spoiled little brat that won't share his toys. <laughs> That's funny. You know what's interesting is if they do this Galactus story like you're talking about, that means the Watcher is going to come into play. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to play the Watcher? <laughs> I mean, I, I just it's just Pee Wee Herman. It, <laughs> Wrong kind of watcher, bro. But yeah, they are kind of creepy that way. They do kind of see everything you're doing. It's kind of messed up. Thanks, man. That just ruined everything for me. I'm just wondering if they're gonna, you know, if they're talking to Hugh Jackman or if they're gonna uh, recast and who would be a good Wolverine. Oh God, there's only one Wolverine, bro. It's only one Wolverine. Hugh Jackman. That's it. Ain't nobody else. I don't see anybody else playing Wolverine. I can't. I really can't. And he and whoever they pick is going to, have to be like super badass. 
Because the one, if he makes one movie as a new Wolverine and it sucks, oh, he's done. It's like somebody coming back to try to do Star Wars. I mean, like, you sit here and think about this shit, man. That's coming out now, soon. Yeah. That's good. Oh, man. I don't even know, bro. Yeah, we got the last Star Wars coming out. The Just make all this noise, why don't you? Sorry, bro. I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, it's like, just, you know, we got the last Star Wars coming out. So that one's coming out in December. Uh huh. And November coming up. Uh, got all the new shows that are coming up on the Disney Plus service, which the Mandalorian and all that too. So this is gonna be—it's a good year to be a Disney fan. Still, still raking that money in. Yeah, it's just crazy. I don't know, man. But you know, going back to everything else we were talking about. So we will see you guys at Fandemic. We will be there live, large and in charge, and naked. Well, Miguel will be naked. <laughs> and uh, We're burying our souls. We're not our losing our clothes. He's just burying our souls. I mean, he's trying to find bear me to do the Burt Reynolds That's pose. what I'm saying. I'm bringing the rug. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ish, if you're out there, you know we're going to see you. We'll interview you again, like always. Yeah, we definitely have to interview you because I have tough, hard-hitting questions. And I'm going to make you choose one team, and you're going to stick with it for the rest of your life. No, he's not. Stop rooting on these other teams. You didn't go to all them different colleges, and you sure as hell didn't play for any of these NFL teams. <laughs> <laughs> I like, love busting his balls. <laughs> yeah. Other than that. Well, you know what? I guess it's been a nice evening here on a Wednesday as we're setting to depart as the wind settles outside and the trees are blistening. And the <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> it's been a great show, Rick. Always glad to hang out and try this new equipment. And I'm high off this microphone smell now. <laughs> and I don't know what's going on here, but I see two of you. <laughs> but I'm your boy, Mig One. And I'm Rick the Rizzo. And we out. Well, you know what, guys? That's a hell of a show. If you really like Critical Thinking Podcast, then you need to make sure you follow everybody that's involved with this. So I'm going to give you a quick heads up on who our lovable sponsors are. We are brought to you by Tokyo Munchies, located in Tokyo, Japan. We also have Japan Ramen Box, which is also is in the United States. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> it's in Japan. And then, of course, our big-time sponsor Tanks Paintball. Tanks Paintball, where you can go down there and shoot Sean in the ass any freaking time you want to, and he can't do nothing but cry like a little bitch. Tanks Paintball, where you can shoot everyone in the ass, and it's perfectly legal out on Southwest Freeway, Richmond, Texas. And now, and now, our new, new, big-time sponsor, put your hands together for the black man out of Atlanta, Georgia, the true Showtime. The true Showtime. That's right. He is now sponsoring us. Can you believe that shit? By the way, that's our sponsors. And if you really love listening to us, you can catch us everywhere. You can catch us on our radio stations, Beyond the Dawn Radio. You can catch us on WBLZ Media slash Iconic Radio. You can catch us on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and Anchor. We're everywhere, peeps. Thank you for joining us. Thinking shit through one podcast at a time.